take a load off, put your feet up Five o'clock is finally here Grab a cold one with a good bun Cause friends drink beer Hey, I'm Ryan Hello, I'm Alex And welcome to Friends Drink Beer! A podcast where we focus on a new beer each week And invite you, the listener To sit at our table And enjoy a conversation Among, among friends. friends Welcome everybody Young and old. Religious figures. Non-athletes. That's right. Book bookworms. And book book people. <laughs> book uh, who people. Like books. You know, the the literate. Those who read. <laughs> Ryan, welcome to the podcast. You know, you always manage to beat me to the welcome every time. I know. I don't see it coming. And then you slap me across the face with a walk. Yeah. And the fact that I'm wearing a Speedo every time I do it is weird, but also it's like my uniform. I forget about the Speedo. And then suddenly, bam, Speedo. Is lime green your favorite color as well? It is now. Ryan, what are we drinking this week? This week, we're drinking Black Walnut Dunkel. Uh, The Dunkel. The Dunkel Nader. Not to be confused with the Dunninator. The Dunninator from last week. So if you haven't listened to that, make sure you can skip it. This is from Perennial Artisan Ales, located in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, it is a German Dunkelweizen with an ABV of 6.6% and IBU of 21. And as always, we like to talk about a little thing called label art. Stealing it! Let's see, let me see, let me tell you what's on this label. Right smack dab, you have black walnut dunkel. And a nice, like a, like a yellow, orangey font. How does it uh, do it? The background is a delightfully brunette zebra stripe. Ugh, it's the dark, words just pour out. Black and dark brown zebra stripe. So um, descriptive. It's a basic label, but it's all you need, baby. Mm. The show is in the beer, not the label. That's a beautiful line. Cheers to you, Ryan. Cheers, clink. To baby back ribs. Baby back, baby back. Oh, definitely get that multi. It's going to be a good episode. Come one, come all. Come many. Come few. Come a little. Come a lot. (laughs) You're kind of coming a lot right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at Camelot. Oh, yeah. Yes. Great film. Um, First great place. Jesus liked it, I think. Maybe not. I don't think Jesus went to Camelot. <laughs> something Are you tells me vacation there or something? something tells me he wasn't a knight at the round table. Oh yeah. Why did they think jousting was a good idea? Yeah, uh-huh. I could just look at that and go, no. no. Is someone's, there anything else we can do? Someone's gonna get hurt. I don't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> now we have football. Now we have football. The We're, gridiron. That's right. Nothing tougher. Nothing uh, will put hair on your chest more like a good old fashioned game of pigskin. Yeah, I'm, I must have been playing football in my last life because. You I are. got hair on my chest, boy. Do you think that's from... It's from the gridiron. From the gridiron. Straight of, from the gridiron. From your past life. I must have been in jail, and the warden was playing football with his guys mm-hmm. against the guards, and so it was a classic guards versus jailbirds I feel like I've standoff. seen a movie like this before. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was the first of its kind. Really? Wow, yeah. this should be a movie. Anyway, Adam Sandler was my quarterback. <laughs> so sick. <laughs> so how was your 31st birthday? It was a fun weekend. Question we mark? Went, we went skiing, uh, which was a great time. The, o- <laughs> the only thing is that we got the Berkey. 
the in big the house. Berkey. The big Berkey in the household, which is a very it's a water fancy, filter for all you novices. Very fancy, very expensive water filtration system. We are very. It you came guys on, wouldn't understand it. Very fancy. It came on my birthday. Very Whoa. excited for it. Was it filtering water right away, like a right machine? Right off the bat. Damn. Right off the bat, as advertised. And so you know, you know, a couple days later, I finally have time to set it up, and I go. To clean the Berkey. Uh-huh. It's the first step. Clean the Berkey. Yeah, clean that sucker. And as as after I clean it, I'm screwing in the filters. Mm, and I Sydney like comes man. in and she looks at the Berkey and says, What the hell did you do? And I said, I cleaned it. And she goes, You scratched it all oh, over. No. And looking at the Berkey, oh. I realized that as I cleaned it, I scratched up the whole freaking thing. What kind of sponge did you use? Did you use a scratchy I, no, it, sponge? It's, I, I got it scratched up against the the sink. We have a metallic sink. How hard do you wash things? No, it was apparently just, hard. Apparently hard. I didn't realize that at the time. Hard and in charge. And I was listening to a podcast, so I, I didn't hear Were you hard any scraping. I was, <laughs> I was rock hard at the time. That makes a lot of sense. Sydney was pissed. Super pissed. Madder than she's ever been wow. at me in our whole relationship. You were in the doghouse. I was in the doghouse for a little bit. Did she let you out to go to the bathroom? Or she did, luckily. Okay, and good. she did feed me. Okay, good. Um, yesterday, I had to call the guy. I had to go to the website and be like, hey, man, listen, here's the deal. <laughs> we got the what Berkey. What had happened? We got the Berkey. I scratched it. My girlfriend's pissed. What can you do for me? And so I had to send him photos of the scratches. And then I called him back today, and he was like, look, he's like, you bought it from us, so we're going to help you out. Give me a couple days. We can send you a new one it was such such a homey moment i was like dude we're gonna be buying from you any berkey for the whole any berkey purchase is this the longest berkey ad ever i think so go big or go berkey big berkey i don't think there's a moral but it was a very scary 24 to 48 hours man i'm really sorry you had to go through that thank you but you're stronger on the other side i can tell i'm stronger than yesterday you just have an air about you that's like I've seen things. Thank you. I know a thing or two about life now. You know what we never talked about was what we're tasting with this dunkle. I'm getting a lot of walnut. Yeah. I'm getting uh, some nice malts in there. Not too bitter. I don't even really taste the bitterness much at all. Uh, I mean, the walnuts right off the bat kind of hit you. So the black walnut dunkle is a chocolate brown German dunkelweiser aged on Missouri grown black walnuts. I thought they were from Missouri. The beer had a Missouri accent mm-hmm. when we were pouring it. So that what does a sense. Missouri accent sound like? You know, I, I'm not good at accents. Ooh, you want to ride my horse? That is Scottish. Yeah, that can't be Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Big aromas of banana sit on top of this malty wheat beer, and it finishes with a nice black walnut nuance on the palate. It pairs with roasted quail. Wow. We don't have any roasted quail here, I don't think. I knew we forgot something. And desserts made with chocolate or bananas. Do you have any chocolate desserts? I have like little cookies. There's actually only two left because I can't control myself when okay. it comes to cooks. Yeah. I have a cook problem. Maybe maybe in the break, we'll, in the second beer, we'll have some chocolate with the beer. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about perennial artisan ales? Oh, I'd love to. Their philosophy, Alex, is to brew beer with the adventurous craft beer drinker in mind. That's right. That's us. That's us. Focusing on handcrafted small batches of beer using local, seasonal, and organic ingredients as much as possible. 
I think he's still talking about us. Their beers are influenced mostly by Belgian and American craft styles. But the addition of premium ingredients such as fruits, spices, and wild yeast strains sometimes causes the beers to defy traditional categories. Their barrel aging program features a wide variety of beers aged in wine and spirits barrels, ranging from a rye barrel aged Mexican chocolate stout to a wild yeast fermented Saison aged on Missouri wine grapes in French oak wine barrels. You sound like you could host like a history show. Thank you. They strive to always achieve balance with each of their recipes, making their beers exceptional with food. You can find them online at perennialbeer.com or on Instagram at perennialbeer. Now that we've checked in with the beer, it's time we check in with a friend of ours known as Jared in a section we like to call Where Was Jared? Yum. Ryan, I think it's important we note that Jared isn't here. He's not here. He flew the coop. He refused. He wrote us a scathing text saying that he will not be here tonight. Or any night. Or any night, but next week expect him. Yeah. <laughs> and the week after he's yeah. questionable. Right. It was a confusing text, but the sentiment was sent. Ryan, let's figure out where Jared was. So Jared went snorkeling and discovered a new type of sea life. In a can? This marine mammal had the biggest dong compared to any other marine mammal known to marine biologists. Is he in the aquarium? Turns out, it's me. I'm the mammal. Okay, this is just... Did he just call... Yeah, I think we got think, it. Yeah, we understood. Jared has a big dong, according to Jared. And apparently <laughs> it causes his voice to sound like it's in a cave. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. I sleep in a cave and have a big dong. Mm-hmm. If you want to find me... No. His dong is what supports the cave. Without mm-hmm. it, the cave would collapse. It actually is not echoey at all if his dong was chopped off. Yes. It's resonating off the skin walls of of the dong. dong. It is unfortunate. He's forced to stay in the cave because the weight of the dong really prevents him from walking. His legs cannot support the weight. He proves the theory that bigger is not always better. Nope. 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 But most of the times it is. It's more of a curse, really, than a gift. Yeah. Ryan, speaking of dongs, it's time to get into while we were drinking. These are some of the news stories that have been happening since the last time we were sipping on the booze. Homeowner using flamethrower to melt snow sets house ablaze. Why does anyone own a flamethrower? That is an excellent question. Um, you know, when, it didn't need to be answered. It was just just a general question. You know, every Call of Duty. Oh, you're answering it. Okay. Every Call of Duty video game tells me I need a flamethrower when zombies attack. That is true. Yeah. And it's only 475 pen. That's right. I don't know if that's a type of currency in games, but I hope it is. A Connecticut homeowner. 475 asked, pens. Who needs that many pens? Can they be black ink, blue ink? <laughs> An exterior wall was in flames when firefighters arrived, but it was quickly extinguished and the home was saved. Officials stated, we do not recommend the use of flamethrowers or any similar devices as an attempt to melt ice. Mm. Love that the firefighters were there to fight fire with fire. They actually had a flamethrower of their own. And they go, fire, take this! And then the fire was so scared of that fire that That the initial fire went out. But now the flamethrower... Brought a they new had to fire. deal with the secondary it, fire, yes, exactly. which was a lot uh, beastlier than the first. It was. But luckily, they had an even larger firefighter. Right. Some would say overweight. I would say Healthy. just big bones. <laughs> <laughs> and he came with his own flamethrower. It, it was big to match his build. Right, right. And yeah. then he was able to put that fire out with but, the next fire. But then again, it just only caused an even 
bigger fire. Yeah. So the whole town did end up burning down, but at least they fought fire with fire. That's right. <laughs> we perform a service here. <laughs> Man beaten with metal skillet after declining an offer of potatoes. You know, when you go to a diner, there's all those options. There's the hash browns, the country potatoes, fruit. Mm-hmm. Have you ever not gotten the potatoes? Oh, no. I'll get the potatoes. I have I have before. Not, Who's anti-tatoes? I've tried the healthy option and like gotten like the fruit. Regret it every time. Police say a 27-year-old man was frying potatoes in hot oil okay. with a metal skillet mm-hmm. and offered them to a 32-year-old victim who declined. Okay. So inter- interesting enough, we have an age gap. Were they already a victim? Before the incident? No, I think they were about to become a victim. There's a pre-victim. So tense music is playing right now. Dun, dun, dun. That's when the man became suddenly aroused, enraged, and threw the hot frying oil and potatoes into the victim's face without warning. You did that on purpose. You You knew what you were doing. Authorities said he went on to beat the person so hard with the skillet. Damn! This guy's getting mad that he doesn't want potatoes. The victim was taken to the hospital to be treated for burns and a significant head injury. Yeah. The man cooking the potatoes faces several charges, including aggravated assault with a delicious weapon. (laughs) A deadly weapon, Alex. (laughs) Come on. Come on. We're on a time to get into Man on the Street. What was that? Guy above me was moving his chair. Mmm. I bet it's in a really good position now. No, it's he's finally comfortable. I mean, they they didn't hear it on on the microphone, <laughs> but just so you know, he's feeling real good about where that chair is positioned right about now. Alex, massive brawl at Pennsylvania Golden Corral involving forty people erupts over steak. So we've talked about potatoes. Now we're moving into the main course. Mm-hmm. There were two parties in line waiting for steak. Somebody had cut in front and then started getting upset about the stakes and taking too long. Somebody then spoke up and it led to a brawl. I believe uh, Jared was there with more details. Jared. Hello, I am here on site at the Chili's. Big Dong. Interviewing <laughs> He's the manager on-site. of the Chili's next door to Jared, the Jared, we Applebee's. can hear that you're in your it's next door to the Golden Corral. Does the outbreak at the Golden Corral worry you that these customers could come into your restaurant? To which he responded, it's really rare that these things happen at Just any trying to do a, you know, cooking but make no mistake. Mm, yes, there we go. This would never happen at Chili's. Barbara, please come back to me. Back to you guys in the studio. See, obviously their jokes were tried there. I liked it. Yeah. Effort, A+. plus. Who doesn't love a Chili's? And will Barbara come back? That's the question. He's in love. Why do we do the man on the street? I'll never know. Yeah. I don't know why. I love that he said back to the studio. Thanks, Jed. Yep. We're back in the studio. I mean, we always have to yell if you're in the studio. We're in the studio. See, something about the studio means you you can't hear. You have to touch your headphones every time. Touch the headphones. Scream. Doesn't mean anything. You touch the headphones, doesn't help. And you have to say the word studio kind of a lot. Because <laughs> if you don't, then are you even in the studio? You're not in the studio if you don't say studio. <laughs> uh, oh, no. I just looked ahead at the taproom trivia. Oh, this is fun. We might be. No, we won't be good. <laughs> Welcome to taproom trivia. 
boobies edition. edition. Yes. This is uh this is not a, a not appropriate. This is an earmuffs edition. This is for booby fans and folks who have boobies. That's right. So everyone pretty much. That's true. What is a group of boobies called? Is it a congress, a rack, a pack, or a legion? Huh. I mean, isn't it isn't it a rack? I would guess a rack. It's a rack of boobies. Uh, no, it's a Congress. What? A Congress of boobies? I'm gonna take that into my everyday life. I have to talk to Congress. <laughs> you know, I'm appearing in front of Congress tonight. Hold on, time out. I see what they did here. Boobies are a type of bird. Oh. A Congress of boobies. Where are boobies native to? Is it Los Angeles, California, Eastern Pacific Ocean, Indian Ocean, or your mom's house? <laughs> pretty sure it's my mom's house. Yeah, pretty sure. I'm gonna say Indian Ocean. Say Eastern Pacific Ocean. And it is in fact Eastern Pacific Ocean. I only said that because you said Indian Ocean. And those were the So far you're the booby master. How does it feel? It feels pretty good. I'm nice. Not gonna lie. I also want to apologize for the recent your mom's house joke. There was a gentleman with a huge dong that came up with that joke. We personally don't think it was funny. No. What is the only known animal to hunt boobies? Is it the Galapagos hawk, the peregrine falcon, the saltwater crocodiles, or man? I want to say it's the Galapagos hawk. Do hawks fly Wait, in the no. ocean? Where no, can no, no. they land? I'm going to say the peregrine falcon. I'm going to say men. You're going to say men. It is, in fact... Oh, damn it! It's just stuck. It's the Galapagos hawk. Damn it! With that, Alex. That was a fun time. I think it's time to go on a break. We're both booby men. I mean, at least in this episode, we are. Yes, we are. And well, I need to look up what is a... I don't want to Google booby. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. It'll autofill uh, it because we've already Googled boobies. Booby. There's booby cactus. Um, Maybe that's what booby. I was talking about. Booby miles. Oh, boobies, birds. It's like the second thing that comes up. It's uh, Funny enough, booby miles was first. Oh, these little tiny birds. They got blue feet. A booby is a seabird. They look adorable. They're, they're, they're like the, a mix between like a penguin and a seagull. Yeah, they're the cutest little things. Less people, more boobies. That was the t-shirt I see. Oh, really? Yeah, nice One boobies. One says nice boobies. Nice boobies. And it's got two boobies. It does. <laughs> but not the boobies you're expecting. I love boobies, and it has a, a booby bird on it. Boobies make me happy. Oh, this is great. Oh, here's a booby with boobies. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Brown booby. We're getting inclusive. <laughs> and with this, we're going to go on a break. Yes. We have to look at more boobies, but while we do, mm-hmm. here's a word from us. Alex, if there's one thing I hate doing, it's laundry. You wear something once, maybe twice, maybe six times, and suddenly you have to clean it? If only there was a garment that could be worn multiple times without the worry of a wash. Well, guess what? There is! With reversible underwear! Admit it, you've always wished you could simply turn those tidy whities inside out and keep on trucking. Well, now you can! With state-of-the-art garment flip technology, your package will be freshly protected no matter how you wear them. And ladies, don't worry, we have pairs for you too. FDB listeners receive free shipping on their first batch with the offer code, I whip my hair back and forth, I whip my hair back and forth. Be the most efficient you can be with reversible underwear. Warning, not machine washable. <laughs> we broke the system. 
<laughs> Welcome back to the second Woo! half, where apparently we're too epic. That's right. This can't, this podcast can't even handle us. It right can't now. be tamed. It's like Miley Cyrus in a bathtub. I don't, I don't know why. Is, I is she is she not tamed in a bathtub? She's not tamed really anywhere. So you could put her at the zoo. Not mm. tamed there. Not tamed in the zoo. Grocery store, not tamed. She's at a baptism, a friend's baptism. Not tamed. The friend has a baby. Just, actually, no. And funny enough, the baby is also <laughs> not tamed. They don't, they don't need to necessarily have a baby. No, the friend could be getting baptized. Let's normalize baptisms, okay? Okay. <laughs> Ryan, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome as well. We're drinking Black Walnut Dunkel by Perennial Artisan Ales. As promised, we yep. are going to have some dark chocolate. We are right. nibbling now. Everything on some dark chocolate. Some Ghirardelli, it's some good stuff. Mm. Mm. Alex, I'm not going to lie. I don't feel like this chocolate <laughs> adds anything to the no. beer experience. Like On one hand, I'm like, mm, chocolate, but mm-hmm. that's about it. Like Maybe a little bit. I've had beer pairings before where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a whole new complexity going on. But this is kind of like, eh. We don't have any roasted quail. To- we, oh, we knew what we needed. We needed chocolate or bananas. What if we had a chocolate, like a like a banana chocolate loaf? I bet it would have been a whole different experience. I probably have a banana, but I don't want to have a banana. I right? know. Oh. I'm just imagining myself eating a banana and drinking the beer, and in the first bite and the first sip, I would think, "Why did I just do that? <laughs> what a weird pairing! <laughs> what should I have with this bana- with this beer? Oh, what about a banana?" What should I have with this banana? <laughs> well, how are you feeling about the beer itself? It's a fantastic beer. I mean, I gotta say. I think it's really good, but the more I'm drinking it, the more I'm kind of like, eh. Or is it because the chocolate was so flavorful that now the beer doesn't appear that flavorful? <laughs> I've got a lot of nice malt characteristics. Malt! 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 It does have a very good malt backbone to I'm looking it. for malt. Have you seen her? I have Malt Q or Malt K. I think it's Malt K. Oh, I haven't seen her in years. Oh. <laughs> Why'd you say you had her then? <laughs> I had her. <laughs> Ryan, now that we've checked in with the beer, it's time to check in with Sylvester Stallone. There you go. You're a butler now. Buttle. Is that the active form of butler to buttle? Is that what a butler does? He thinks that's what it is. And if you need to uh, be a butler again, then you rebuttal. Oh, nice. Okay. That was a fun joke. Thank you. Good for you. I think a lot of people at home are going to get a kick out of that. It was quick. I do not recommend driving during our podcast because you may crash out of uh, sheer (laughs) Sheer excitement. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we have FDB insurance you can sign up for. Really low premiums. For just $2.20 a month, you could be covered from our comedy. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Sign up today. If you step on a stick of dynamite, covered. If you sing a bad song at karaoke night, covered. If you eat walnuts, but you're allergic to walnuts, oddly not covered. But mostly everything else, covered. covered. Now that we've gone over what our, our coverage, <laughs> I say it's time we get into a little thing called Sports. This is FDB Sports Corner. <laughs> I love jokes about band-aids. That's right. So do I, buddy. You know what else I love more? Sports. That's oh, right. Oh, okay. I love Thought sports. Thought we were doing it together. No. We don't have to do everything together. 
No, we, we shower we, together. I mean, separately. I mean, we should. I mean, we together. should shower together. I mean, it's one shower with two separate spigots. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no. Alex, would you like to go first this week? I would. Oh, please. Okay, so there's obviously been a lot of football chatter going on. Oh, of around. course, with the big games about to happen. So when Hall of Fame quarterback Peyton Manning comes on the TV, you expect a hot take mm. on if the diamonds on Joe Burrow's necklace are indeed real. They which were. they are. Yeah. yeah. But instead, he only talked about Emily in Paris. I mean, what else are you going to talk Season about? Season two, baby. Here's a snippet of Peyton talking about his love for Emily. Oh. This show has everything. <laughs> Romance, adventure, sensuality, culture, a fresh take on feminism, finally. <laughs> Not to mention a culinary tapestry so rich, I can only describe it as food porn. So Manning's rival, Tommy... Tommy. Tommy, oh, wow. Brady. Tommy Brady. Oh, someone's familiar. Yeah, we're on a personal basis. Yeah, you are. So he, of course, just announced that he is hanging up his cleats and retiring. But when Manning taped this episode, it was still on the fence. And, and he replied, I'm not sure if he's really retiring. If it were me, I would probably retire if it gave me more time to watch Emily in Paris. Mm -hmm. I really think for Tom right now, it's just a tough decision between balancing his career and relationships, <laughs> sort of like Emily. <laughs> <laughs> so Manning eventually put on a pink beret and joked that people expected him to do the safe thing and watch the NFL playoffs last weekend, mm -hmm. but instead he binged Emily in Paris. That's right. And where did he get his newfound bravery from? But if I've learned anything from Emily, it's to follow my passions and always be true to myself. <laughs> the French have a saying, parlez-vous français, which means you do you, girl. And parlez-vous français also means... We like sports and we don't care who knows. Alex, that was beautiful. Thank you. Omelet du fromage. I don't you know, know what that means, but thank you. Exactly. I mean, grazie. If I may, mine also involves the world of football. The city of Cincinnati is having a moment. With the Bengals having won the AFC championship against the Chiefs, the city is filled with a pulsating electricity they haven't felt in decades. It's a culminating ecstasy that will either crescendo to an explosive celebration or be cut short by failure and performance issues. And it's all depending on if the Bengals beat the Rams on February 13th for the big game. Mm. But no matter if the Bengals win or lose, students in the city of Cincinnati's public school system will have time to process the outcome. The school system announced that staff and students will have the day off to celebrate what they believe will be the city's first ever Super Bowl victory! Tradition! Tradition! Wait, is it, the Super Bowl's on a Sunday. They have the day off on Sunday? No, they did the day after. The, oh, okay. the day after the big game. You forgot to mention that. Unless, the, of course, you did no, remember. Did. The staff will have the day off to celebrate the day after. Okay. Yeah. Guys, everybody who also missed that, I'm here for you. And, of course, if they lose, the fans will have the day off. To, to watch more. Emily in Paris. To watch Emily in Paris. Season two, now on Netflix. You know what else is out is Too Hot to Handle. Who's that by? It's a, by Netflix. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> it's, it's by a man named Steve. It's what's going to be watched in my household, I'll tell you that. Really? What's it about? It's about a bunch of sexy singles 
who can't oh, have damn. sex, and if they have sex, they lose money. Oh yeah, I think I've seen this. Is yeah. it a reality show? It's a reality show. Mm. Nothing's more real than, than reality. reality. TM. if the Bengals are able to defeat the rams it would mark the first championship title for the franchise in their history and if coach zach taylor's new tradition is any indication the city is especially eager to celebrate you know what else we're eager to celebrate we like sports and we don't care who knows slow clap i can't clap at the moment because i'm drinking beer but just know if i could I would. Thank you very much. With that, I think it's time to get into some craft beer or unknown, unknown music, music artists. artists. This first one. Alt-J. I'm going to say that's an artist. I've seen Alt-J live. That's, oh, that's the one concert I've been to. You've and... seen a beer live? No. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was in Denver at Red Rocks, which is the, mm. the one venue that everyone says you have to go to, I saw Alt-J perform live. How was he? It was an existential experience. Wow. It is, in fact, an unknown music artist. Do we have a, a snippet? Yes. Wake me up before you go, go, go leave me hanging on like a yo-yo. Like I said, existential. Uh, I wish that's what it was. Oh, uh, that's amazing. Next name is Snail Mail. Snail Mail. Hmm. I'm going to say that's a beer. I'm going to go with you on that one. I'm going to say it's a beer as well. It is, in fact... A beer. No, it's both. What? We haven't had a both in ages. It's from Outlaw Brewing Company, and it is, in fact, an unknown music artist known as Snail Mail. That's a great name. That is a great name. Yeah. This last one. This is why we can't have nice things. That's, That's a beer. That's got to be a beer. That's a beer. 100% a beer. No band has a name that long. It is, in fact, from Great Raft Brewing Company. That, that is like a thing that breweries do. They'll have one beer with an extremely long name. Mm-hmm. We once had the longest beer name. It's got to be in history. Oh, it was like uh, on the sunniest day yes. in the greatest place of the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, on the greatest place in the perfect year of the greatest day on the yeah, on the choicest like hour. Ryan, it's time to give our thoughts on this beer. Is it an upper or a downer? We're gonna take it uptown or downtown. Yeah, I would say that You're it's taking a it nice on the east side or the, or west, the west side. side. North side or the south side? Northeast side or the southwest side? Not a lot of people talk about the southwest side. No, they don't, but it's the side to be. Yeah, it's, uh, the, it's the best airline if you're flying locally. That's right. But internationally, no. No. Don't do it. I never fly southwest to Ireland. Oh, uh, no, never. First of all. Partly because they don't have it. And, and Ireland is northeast of, yeah. of here. So, like, you're going in the wrong direction. Yeah, southwest, funny enough, only goes southwest. So you can usually get an outgoing flight, but coming back, You'll never do it. Yeah, you're pretty screwed. Or it just takes a long, long time. time. <laughs> you have to go through Japan every time. Every time. Yeah, Layover yeah. in Japan. Happens to the more, best of us. More than I like to say. Mm-hmm. But, but my, their baggage rates, premium. Because they, they understand. They know. <laughs> and so they really, really choice. And surprisingly, you know, their, um, their business class is surprisingly affordable. Yeah. Uh, like, if I want to pack my dumbbells so I could work out on the plane, mm-hmm. let me pack my dumbbells. And they let you. Mm-hmm. Usually, you can only bring max, like, 15 pounders. But that's sometimes all you need. You can only bring one barbell, which I'm kind of pissed about, but... Yeah. But unfortunately, if you do bring the barbell, you have to buy the whole row because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a barbell. But... Mm-hmm. 
But they let you. Unless the person in the row is also going to be using it. Yes, if they would like to. You, you, but then you have to coordinate with that person previously. And it's, it's It's a little bit of a hassle, but it's it, a can kerfuffle. Pay, it can pay off. You can get a good workout in. <laughs> Alex, with that, let's give our thoughts on this beer. Okay. I think that this is in the 80s. This is, in fact. This is a great beer. Really? Not in the 80s? I don't think it's great. I think it's okay. We're talking Dunkles. Dude, I know I'm talking Dunkel Weiss. I'm going to say 86. Mm. I'm saying 86. I don't think it's an A-plus beer. I think it's good. I'm going to go I'm not 92. Like... It is a great beer. 92. Big fan. I think the, the casual beer drinker will really like having this in their fridge. That's an 89. It's an 89 beer. 89, I think, is fine. I see what you did there. It takes a lot for me to say something's like an A-plus, an A-beer, mm-hmm. A-rated beer, and this just didn't quite hit it for me. I love it when you're being vulnerable. I mean, how else can you be these days? That's very true. You would do well on The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. I don't know which web, what thing you'd be on, but... You know, my height stacks against me, but my vulnerability is really what... It plays brings, in your favor It brings hard. me home. It brings me home. I was going to send him home, but then he was so vulnerable. I couldn't. I felt bad for him. I said, you could stay, I guess. Yeah, I scratched my uh, burger. <laughs> you're staying another week. <laughs> Mr. Honest? Oh, snap. Uh, is it time for last call for advice a hall already? I believe it is. This advice, or this inspirational quote, I should say, comes from the one, the only Drake. What? And what he says is I like Ryan Gosling as an actor. I watch all of his movies, and he's Canadian, and I just like his swag. I read his interviews, and I'm a big fan of his. And that's what Drake has to say. Wow. About Ryan Gosling. Have you heard the nudist? The, the nudist. The nudist. This is the nudist. It's kind of nude news. <laughs> Did you hear the new Drake news? What's the new Drake news? So there was a woman that he slept with. And at the end of it, he went to go shower. And he threw away the condom into the trash. Sure. The woman took the condom and poured it into her nether region. Then she started screaming because something that Drake does is he puts hot sauce into the condom after he explodes into it. Really? As a way to kill the, uh, the sperm. Right, right, right. And now she's suing him. Well, first of all, sperm is already dead. It's outside the body. It can't survive. Sperm's dead. There's no way it could survive even if she did do that. Yeah, but Ryan, these people aren't scientists like you. But the fact that she is suing What's him. What's it like to graduate from USC her, as a doctor? Her intentions were so terrible. I just think it's funny that he has hot sauce chilling somewhere approachable where and he can f- grab it. How was he supposed to know she would do that? And why would she do that? Ryan, speaking of hot sauce in nether regions, we have to wrap, wrap up. up this podcast. That's right. We talked about a lot of things on this podcast. But one thing we know for certain is that friends drink, drink beer. beer. Next round's on me, guys. We'll see you all next week. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before whoa. you go. Oh, hold on. We have a sneak peek of what's happening next week mm. on Friends Drink Beer. Welcome to Rick and Larry, episode three. Compliments to the chef. We're outside the hoagie shop. What's the game plan? We go in. 
do you mind if I talk to the man in charge? Yeah, do you have like a, a, a hoagie master here or something like that? You cannot talk to the chef. Wait, we can't talk to the chef? That seems pretty suspicious. The chef only talks to people who finish the hoagie challenge. So anyone can just talk to the chef as long as they finish the sandwich? No one's completed the challenge. So this man has gone unquestioned for years. We're about to question. Larry, I'm so full. You got this, Rick. You can do it. Rick. bites. Rick, Rick, come on. Rick, Rick, there's no one else in the restaurant. Come on, guys. Two Rick, bites. Rick, you can do it. Rick, Rick, you ate all three feet of that sandwich. I'd like to speak to the chef now. Hello, chef. We're looking for a couple of detectives. Yeah, I've seen it. What were they investigating? Pets. Where would pets go? The pet come. That's where the pets come. We will go to that pet come. And, and we, we will find Dick, Dick and, and Harry. Harry! As if our lives depend on it. Which they don't. But they could! But they don't.